Hey, welcome to Love the Bombcast, a <laughs> podcast where a couple of comedians talk about performers' worst nightmares on stage bombing. I'm Luke Fagenbush, and I'm here with my co-host. I'm Lauren Hutton, and with us this week, Luke Young! I so much Luke. I don't like the kind of 50s broadcaster spin we're putting on this. I haven't <laughs> the foggiest idea what you mean, friend. What are you talking about, soccer now? <laughs> no. Nope. You being a soccer announcer? I'm guy? Just, just speaking in my normal affectation. Luke Young, <laughs> Luke Young was a lot of fun. Let Thanks, man. You, there's power in the name. Oh, dude, I feel like a like a Marvel character with this name, dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, th- wasn't there a Luke part of the Defenders? He had a show. Luke Cage. Luke Cage. Yeah, yeah. dude. This is Luke Uncage here. Luke Uncage. Oh my Luke God. Uncage. Yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah what the fuck did we talk about? It wasn't Luke Uncaged. <laughs> uh, we talked about fucking me getting Your robbed. high school years were wild. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the alternate personality. And the, oh, we yeah. did an autopsy of the bastard sermon. We did yep. Yep. Little, little yeah, little dig dive, little yep. dive yep. into yep. the history and ending of that. Yeah, it was a very good episode. It was a fun time. It was a blast. Thanks for having me. Where can people find you? You can find me at uh, Luke Young Laughs on Instagram, and that's really all the social that really matters. Um, yeah, and uh, if, uh, if you're if you're a comic, because I know this is Patreon, uh, book me. <laughs> what? No, this is the intro. Everyone's gonna hear this. Oh, then book me. Everyone, <laughs> book me. Book me. <laughs> Everybody, it's Luke Uncaged. Book him. <laughs> Enjoy the episode. Luke Unbooked. <laughs> <laughs> True grit. Your rooster <laughs> starring <laughs> James Almost. Who? Wait, what? Edward James. That was the name of the character. Was it Rooster Co- Cogburn? I don't know. Have you seen True Grit? I saw the the fancy new like remake that they made. Not the. Was it John? The Wayne? original. Yeah. The original yeah. was John Wayne. The new one had the Big Lebowski in it. Yeah. Jeff Bridges. No. No, Jeff Bridges was in. No, the his new name True is grit. the Big Lebowski. <laughs> That's not even his name in the movie. In the movie, he was the small Lebowski. His name <laughs> is the Big Lebowski. And I'm quoting Fight Club here. <laughs> 3D chess of pop culture references. How high do you have to get to cram four movies into one reference? Oh, I don't know. We just saw Clue. It's like, how many things can you cram into one we thing We saw a community theater production of Clue. Yeah, that, that was, was that. With Patrick Neiman. Fucking sick, Real dog. Good. Fucking sick. Are you a fan of the movie? We went in with the expectation yes. it was a theater production of the movie Clue. It's been so long since I've seen that movie. I yeah. haven't. I still have only seen the theater production. I'll say it's pretty good. <laughs> they went in blind to support a friend in community theater. Which, oh, yeah. to tell you the truth... I don't think it suffered for not having seen the movie before. <laughs> no, nah, honestly, you you went in with the right, the right, uh, 
information up yeah. front. Now I'm going to watch the movie and it's going to blow me away. <laughs> it is. Yeah, because you're going to realize that that person in Hamilton, Ohio was doing a horrendous impression of Tim Curry. <laughs> when you see Tim Curry and Jeez, go, pizza. oh, <laughs> that fucking butler. My God. My dear he gave it sweet, all. He left it all on the field. Reuben Jesus. He really did when they killed the butler. It was like a 14-minute scene of him just wallowing on the stage. And it was one of those things where it was funny, and then it stopped being funny, and, it and then it around. came around, and then it stopped being funny again. And around minute 13, you were like, dear Lord, when is he going to be done? And that's when he cranked it up fucking spinal tap to 11. You were like, oh, he has a closer. <laughs> and he finally dies. Oh, God. Uh, Patrick Neiman. Plug what, it. What a gift this was. That was Patrick Neiman didn't play the butler. He played Colonel Mustard, and he fucking killed that shit. Yeah, he was a very good Colonel Mustard. You gotta love not. a good Colonel Mustard. Mm-hmm. You have to appreciate it. Have you ever have you ever been to like a community theater thing? Once. Where? And then and then I was a uh, stage crew for my high school's what? stuff. Yeah. Hold on, you were stage crew. Yeah. You were a lights and sound monkey. Mm-hmm. You can't say that. <laughs> what? Well, I mean, I did. I was, I was called the gopher, so I mean, close enough. Right? Yeah. See, you can call him any other animal. <laughs> it was. It's like a like an auto shop. You're a grease monkey. Is that? You can't say that now either. Was that racially motivated? No, this has nothing it to might do. Be. What? No, PETA Why got can't... mad. Oh, they, they did? were like, PETA. stop associating animals. That could actually do the job that you're associating them with. I think monkeys would be very good at auto repair. I think monkeys. That's the problem. That's the personification. Yeah, no, (laughs) stop saying these things. It's offensive. How dare Peter would be so Dude, mad I'll right burn now? Peter down. I'll burn what Peter do you to mean? The there's like there's multiple buildings. That would be well, like I, a large organized attack. I'm going on tour. How? <laughs> How? One at a time. <laughs> <laughs> right. But just picture be the change you want to see in the flames. <laughs> Burn Peter down. A monkey swinging through the jungle, and then picture a monkey just climbing up some light rigging, <laughs> putting filters on spots. It's almost as if it's right at home. Yeah, it, it, the job was like made for them. Honestly. Okay, now put a chimpanzee under a transmission, and tell me that's the same. Chimps will eat a face. Uh, that, Maybe that I, that one will take longer. I see the only yeah, thing transmission is, work takes forever. <laughs> it'll just take longer to to learn. I mean, listen, Coco <laughs> broke all the rules on what's possible for for apes and the wait, bad and girl. Of wait, wait, what, who's Coco? What did Coco do? You'll know about Coco the I don't gorilla. Know shit about Coco, sign language. Coco the yeah, Coco the gorilla could have like detailed, in depth sign language conversations with you she could also remember not with me people. i don't know sign language <laughs> she, she all, and when when uh robin williams yeah when robin yeah. williams passed who who she did have a a, a long lasting relationship with because he often visited her she was sad and she showed great remorse you could see the change on her him. when they <laughs> great remorse. You could see the look on her face, like like the change in her in her posture when they told her. Everyone thought it was suicide. <laughs> it was really the perfect crime. Carefully orchestrated by two hundred pound. Go go! Can't charge a monkey. Yeah, okay. That's true. Also, apparently, if you're a celebrity and they're like, "Oh yeah, Robin Williams meet the gorilla," you can't just be like. 
that's my best friend now and you have to let me back here <laughs> fair enough <laughs> jesus so, have you had any like wild pets other than just like cats dogs any of that shit uh no not really i mean my growing up as a kid my dad had like fish tanks full of like algae eaters and shit like that but uh algae eaters yeah there's that little sucker fish that like and sisters <laughs> <laughs> like i had a couple of siblings but daddy kept in a tank <laughs> <laughs> algae eaters don't go to schools what he'd say when he threw him an ego waffle <laughs> was that your upbringing <laughs> oh it was my upbringing was pretty weird and awful yeah that's yeah. those are two words yeah. to put together about your childhood yeah. awful not in the normal ways though you're from around here right uh no what no from, wait what i'm from price hill that's around by around here. I meant like Cincinnati, oh, well then, yeah. Northern Kentucky, yeah. Southern Indiana. You know oh, the I Midwest. Do, I do remember talking to you before about how small your world is. Yeah, where you're like, if it's outside of a five mile radius, that's not near. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. I get I, I, I get lost fast. Like if you ask me for like names of streets, like don't fucking ask me. Uh, <laughs> I can tell you like monuments and things that are nearby. Like oh, was that by Elder High School? Okay, like I know exactly where that is. Oh, you mean landmarks? <laughs> not not like oh, yeah, you know that replica, the Statue of Liberty. Yeah, stuff you like that. You turn left at the monument. <laughs> Sam's Chili. Oh yeah, I know that corner. The monument, Sam's Chili. <laughs> It's a hallmark in Price Hill. I, I have like a dumb sense of direction where my first instinct when I park my car is to look at the other cars and be like, sick, I'm parked by this car and this car. I'll remember that and yeah. then not even consider that they're not going to be there when I walk out. <laughs> nah, man, all these cars are friends now. They wouldn't leave without everyone. <laughs> they wouldn't leave without telling me. My, my world doesn't change. <laughs> Everything I've ever done is static. <laughs> and everything is on pause for me. Yeah. On pause for me. On pause for me. If you could TiVo your life, like straight up click powers, Ugh. would would you take that remote out of the store? Yeah. Really? Yeah. There are some cool parts of my life that I would like definitely like to revisit for sure. No, 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 no. no. Remember the movie, dog. Yeah, like, that, you can't yeah, just right. rewind all the way back. Right. Like. You're right. I'm talking that remote. That movie was actually like really sad. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Really, really moving. Walking. Yeah, that wasn't the point. You ha do you want the remote or no, not? No, <laughs> no, no. The problem with the remote wasn't like that he could fast forward and control time. It was the weird settings of the remote. I feel like if he could get into the settings and be like, let's turn off the auto fast forward thing that keeps fucking up my life. And yeah. Metaphor, it would be fine. Yeah. Because I would like pause it and like go to a water park or something. And, yeah. and I also didn't understand like the difference between like his self self and the self that was aware of the remote. Oh, the like, autopilot? Yeah. Like you, you did it, it, the, the fact that like he was fully aware of, of the remote and everything. And then like to fast forward through time and then still suffer the consequences of being a piece of shit father and yeah then like, like like getting fat and whatnot yeah, like yeah. ruining his relationships like okay so it's 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 still two separate you know just really sucked <laughs> i would hate that especially i don't know man like but you get to meet christopher wonkin <laughs> that's the, that's the takeaway for you <laughs> yeah christopher walken would be pretty dope to me i'm just saying when you come that close or is that that's the, way on the the podcast right 
the 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 Michael Vick situation going on in our backyard. Yeah, well, I shouldn't say that. <laughs> Fuck. The dogs, our neighbors' dogs, that are just barking. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure. Oh shit! The window's open. That's yeah, why. That, that's probably the big one. God. Uh, we'll just do this and this. And that's better. All the things now. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Um. If you want to watch dog fights, come to our house. Ask for the location and. <laughs> or message me. I'll send you links. Metaphorically <laughs> and literally, I do have a dog in this fight. Like. Oh, dude. I, oh my God. I will see a payout. Or I, I will never see my dog again. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen your dog. It's pretty cutthroat. Yeah, yeah. He's not strong, but he's wily. <laughs> Sometimes that's really all you need. I mean, yeah, dude. It's it's really just about the amount of dog in the fight. Yeah. Isn't that the, the old phrase? I yeah, know. I think that's what he was going for. Or wait, is that how... Is it how no, it's how much fight you have in a dog, right? What? It's is not that? about the dog in the fight. It's about the fight in the dog. It's not about... The fight in the dog. It's about how many hot dogs you can eat. It's not about the hot dogs you eat. It's about the hot dogs you don't eat. That's jazz. <laughs> there we go. Now we've landed somewhere. How long have you been doing comedy? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I mean, that's that's a weird question because yeah, I mean, you were there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I I, I had been jazz, doing jazz, baby. <laughs> I did a comedy podcast for for six years but uh at, at the five year mark was when i started stand up so ah, I guess, and it's been were... like a year and some change since then so okay wow you you did a you you, you did this this like a half bunny yeah. rabbit it was a comedy podcast so it was funny yeah it was very uh, funny I, we well we tried <laughs> <laughs> what led to you starting that because it was originally not you guys on the bastard server what led to the bastard servant starting well what led to you joining it oh well uh I, so i i helped start it with cody and what started that was hardcore depression wait his, Did, was yours, it Alex Stone and someone else no, doing it? No, it was Alex Stone's depression. Wait, no, what? that's fuck you. We like the Bengals. Oh, shit. That's embarrassing. I'm embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was Lloyd's other podcast. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 No, we, uh, so I was on my way home from work, just like miserable. Uh, and I called Cody. And Cody was a friend that <clears throat> we weren't close, but we went to high school together. And uh, we would we would talk to each other on Facebook every now and again, and then we would see each other in passing at like a friend's basement party. You know what I okay. mean? Okay. Yeah. And then we would talk about like, oh, dude, you seen Rurouni Kenshin and stuff like that, or like Inuyasha, and we would talk about like old school anime. I know some of those words. And then yeah, and uh, every now and again he would call me to like come over to his house, and we would drink a beer in his uh, driveway, and we would just like catch up and shoot the shit. And he was the one who really who like turned me on to podcasts. In to the be first fair, place. it sounds like you came over to his driveway, but I don't want to interrupt. Continue. <laughs> yeah. No, he lived well, we, we would hang out in his basement too. <laughs> but uh, uh, he, I called him and I was like, "Hey, do you want to start a podcast?" And he said, "Yeah, definitely." Wait, so you started the Bastard Sermon podcast. It, it was it was a, a comb. So yes, but and no, because when I reached out to him to to start it up, he said yes, he was down, and he was also talking to uh, the original third host, Patrick Seda, about uh. possibly starting one as well. And so it was just like two ideas that two separate people had then conjoined. 
parallel thinking. Yeah. Then the band formed. Right. Well, yeah. and that that took a long time because uh, I mean, sure, me and Cody knew each other, but we didn't know each other. Like we were hanging out every now and again, but we weren't right. like best of buds or anything. And and I didn't know Patrick at all. So like we were we were doing like six months of test episodes. Jesus, like one a week. Yeah. For six months. For six months. Yeah, we would we would go over to uh, uh, either Cody's basement or we would go to Patrick's house, which later became the first studio. Okay. And uh, do a bunch of test episodes. Yeah. I feel but like but what what it really started was Cody and I and uh, some other friends that aren't podcast related or comics went and saw. I think we see Norman, Mark Norman at uh, uh, the Funny Bone. Everybody calls him Norman. <laughs> everybody who knows Norman calls him Norman. Yeah. And so knows. we we went we went back to Cody's uh, garage and then we recorded uh, just some bullshit test podcast right there in the garage. And then the bastard sermon started months after. How many of those test episodes made it to air? None. But we we no do shit. we do have them all still. Cody still has them all for sure. I I think That's I wild. have one on my phone. Yeah, an, an original test. Uh, Hell yeah. That's how you start a podcast yeah. on a phone. I feel like they Shout care more about their audience than us because we, we were just like, let's do it. And we rolled. We we did. We did lose all of our original episodes. Yeah, that wasn't our the cloud. That wasn't our call. That so was, maybe that's the, the key. Don't give us too much praise. We took a lot of great steps just to run it into the ground. You know what I mean? And, and, and also a lot of things didn't work out for us at all. You know? Oh. Why do, what do you say that? What do you mean didn't work out? What didn't work out? Oh, man. Like, um, well, at, at first, we also started a, a network. We were going to try to get like... like a podcasting network yeah, in Cincinnati? Yeah, we, we were trying to find a bunch of people in, in the scene that had podcasts, and we didn't know nobody. We didn't hear of anybody. We knew like a couple of sports podcasts that we had heard of, but that was unrelated. So we were talking to like this... Uh, um, pseudo comic who is now a comic. Um, oh, those are my favorite kind of semis. <laughs> in New York, his name was Joey O'Neill, and uh, uh, and he later started to work with uh, Louis J. Gomez until Louis J. Gomez tried to buy out his company, and then they had a fallout, and so they don't talk to each other anymore. Yeah, yeah. But him and I were going to start a a, a a network together of both New York and local Cincinnati podcasts, and that fell through, and. I mean, it's hard enough just to like record a show every week yeah. and then like put that on the internet. Let alone try to make fast moves collaborate. Though, quick growth, though. Yeah, you know? right. Yeah. yeah, there was I, that I see the ambition. Yeah. Then, then we also it wasn't a for like the first two years. It wasn't even really like me and Cody were trying to be haha about it, and, and Patrick was definitely weird. But it wasn't a podcast for comedy necessarily. Like we weren't having comics on. We weren't have we were having like um, musicians and and like uh, other okay. wacky friends that we like knew on. So you were just trying to keep it like you know interesting, yeah, and, uh, weird or what have you. Yeah, how right. weird can we get? Like we were making like Will Finer from the Transplant Productions and the local Cincinnati scene. He he sets up metal shows. Uh, we had him on, and like Patrick made like some weird concoction of like eggnog and like Tabasco and oh. some other shit in it. Like we My were getting, we were weird <laughs> in the early years. We were really weird. You guys were like Conan. <laughs> well, I don't know what the early fuck Conan. we were. <laughs> I don't know. It sounds a little more like what Mark Norman is doing. Like he got popped <laughs> off by bathing in chili. Not Mark Norman. Who's the uh, Mark Borison? Thank yes. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank love you. that guy. Yeah. All his friends also call him Norman. So was that yeah. like the original idea? when you're like, let's start a podcast and let's make it weird and do interviews. Is that the pretty much the idea? Uh, what, based off uh, Mark? 
No, based off of the initial you telling Cody oh, you yeah. started podcast. Yeah, that's how, that's really how it started for sure. When did uh, Patrick drop out? Patrick dropped out right after COVID. Like started? Um, yeah, shortly after COVID started, and then the vaccines came. When the vaccines came was when he he fully tapped out, because when the vaccines came. Um, COVID took so much from us. No, I will. Yeah, I I got it, uh, and then Cody got it, and, and of course Patrick and his his then fiance now wife got the vaccine, but Patrick was still pushing for a Skype episode, so we were still recording for a long time uh, over Skype, and the episodes over Skype just really aren't that good, especially yep. when everyone everyone is in a different room yep everyone's uh, on a different yep. page That's there's a lag yeah it's so rough you know and so uh so cody cody first quit actually cody first quit for like a week uh and then he came back but that was just usual drunken depression love you bud um and then <laughs> right after cody rejoined patrick then quit the following the following week Okay. Yep. Yeah. And he said, uh, "Hey guys, it's uh, been a good time. It's a long journey. It's uh, it's no longer for me anymore, and some other stuff." And then he tapped out and left the group chat immediately. Oh shit! Like, Didn't even it, stay for an exit interview. Yeah, yeah. Like no conversation or it's anything. Like nah, bye. Yeah. Wow. So okay. it, to us, you guys seem pretty successful. When, at least when you talk to you, I'm as far gla- as <laughs> I'm glad Patreon it seems that way for subscribers. Sure and stuff like that yeah you're, you're just seeing a little bit of a chunk of change every month yeah we were getting uh we were getting close to 200 bucks a month at least yeah very close to and, and we had uh we had with patreon and us only doing hour-long episodes um once a week we were able to drop we looked at how much data we were spending on libsyn so we dropped uh, how much we were giving them per month on our on their data package so we could spend less and keep more um and uh like we were just getting real wise with it at the end uh we 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 had a bunch of money for new merch and stuff we started making stickers uh the hoodies were really great and so and took off like fast and a pretty devoted yeah we had a devoted fan base i mean we had a guy from norway right Uh, (laughs) we had this guy from norway who sent us um, like 80 dick crones picks. a month. Oh. Well, I think he sent Cody some dick pics, maybe. Oh, shit, that was the same guy. <laughs> but, but he he gave us like 80 crones uh, a month. I don't remember what that equivocates to, equivocates to in, in U.S. It's like currency, two dick pics. But, <laughs> but he, he eventually asked us, because uh, we were trying to get a brand new computer for the show. Oh, okay. Uh, and he, he heard us talking about that um, over the episode and over Patreon, and he he told Cody to go to Micro Center. Uh, Cody went to Micro Center and priced out a whole PC, and then the guy sent us uh, enough crones to to caught to buy us that PC. Damn. Yeah. So brand spanking new PC Holy from the shit. fan base. They were pretty dedicated for sure. You hear that, guys? <laughs> Micro Center takes crones. <laughs> they do. They do. Yeah. <laughs> Holy fuck. They were old. How did it uh, stop, though? The whole show? Yeah. No, Micro Center's still open. <laughs> what? It's like... 
Yeah, I was going to say, they're thriving. No, I can't really get into a lot of the details, but there was just some disagreements between the other hosts um, while I was not there. Um, I do feel like perhaps I, I could have mediated or helped uh, bring I, some things down if I was in the room for the situation, uh, but I wasn't. I um, do remember you telling me, it's like, yeah, I woke up from a nap and my podcast did it. Yeah, it's like I, I checked my phone. I, I, oh, left, I left the studio that Tuesday night. And uh, in, in when I left the studio on Tuesdays, every Tuesday, I would get home late enough to where I would like be able to make a lunch for work the next day. And then I'd have to go to bed because uh, I get up early. I get up at three. My shift starts at five. Oh, shit. Yeah, I get up at three in the morning. My shift starts at five. That's why you don't really see me hang out too much after yeah. Mike. You yeah, know what I mean? Like dude. I'm there for like a couple of people after me, and then I like I I have you to have, I have to leave. Yeah. I used to do that like when I um was working like at night. I, I think it was either DHL or like the I used to work there. Thing. Yeah, the airport. But I uh I would like show up to a warehouse job like almost always buzzed. Like, yeah, I'm, I, I am, I am out stoned out of my fucking gourd every day at work, <laughs> and I operate heavy machinery. <laughs> and and I, I don't give a shit. I mean, unless I kill someone, but which, I mean, what's the likelihood of that happening? Yeah. I mean, right around the corner is playing a caravan, so I can just go get fake piss for any tests I need to. <laughs> There you go. Yeah, just kill a guy and then support kill a guy, walk it off. Caravan. Look, if he loses an arm and can't work, he will probably thank you for that payout. He will <laughs> shake your one of your hands. <laughs> one of them. <laughs> he will shake at you. Oh man, but yeah, yeah. I, I mean, first break, second break, high. Thirty minute lunch, high. Yeah, all day. Go home, get high. Yeah, man, you're 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 speaking uh, a. a foreign island that i left many years ago <laughs> the wonderful warehouse work warehouse work rules for that very reason you can just like check in say hi to a bunch of people and disappear for eight hours in the warehouse i work at a warehouse but i don't work in the warehouse yeah uh and i legally can't say where oh wow well i mean if it's like i mean i could get fired uh Ooh. but anywho uh Ooh. Every every DM morning. <laughs> what are you? I'll give to... away all your secrets. Don't <laughs> dox your friend. <laughs> Anywho, literally every DM morning me about unrelated things. I'm lonely. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right. Here guys, Luke. check in every now and then. <laughs> Same. The parking lot smells like a dispensary. That was the point. <laughs> It's a warehouse. It reeks of weed every time there's a break, Dude. like every shift. When I was at DHL, there was a guy na named Iraq, and I don't know if I talked about this before, but I had a nickname and didn't know for three months because you I had just, a nickname. Yeah, I would walk by this guy, and he used to just shout shit, like he <laughs> and he would shout. He'd be like, "Chicken wing, chicken wing, chicken wing," and I'd be like, "Yep, yeah, hey, Iraq." And one time I walked by him and he was like, chicken wing, you know, that's you. And I'm like, what? <laughs> He's like, cause you're skinny. <laughs> oh my God, dude. dude that I guy sucks. Reaction. I had the same fucking interaction with a person. Do they call you chicken wing? No, 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 no. Cause Different. that's me. I'm all over that. <laughs> yeah. You can't take his name. Yeah. For two months, I walked by a guy at the warehouse and he, he, he would say Michael Jordan. And I thought he had like, you know, a problem. Uh, or or something. He's calling you Michael Jordan. That's when I found out. Uh, no, no, no. Sorry. 
He called me Scotty Pippen. Oh, oh okay. That's and I, I thought he was just getting my name wrong, or maybe he just like really liked sports and would say it yeah. a lot. And my boss's name is Jordan, and I was always with him, uh, which is why I was Scotty Pippen. Mm. And when he told me that, I was like, <laughs> oh, okay. And then I went to the bathroom and, and Googled who Scotty <laughs> Pippen was and his associations with Michael Jordan. And uh, it took me two days to just be like, I'm not going to get it. Dude, nicknames ruined my life. Nicknames ruined your life? Ruined my life. What was your nickname that ruined your life? Um, In high school, I was known as Chuck. I'm sorry. Is it because you resembled a horror doll? No, and it's because I, the guy who gave (laughs) me. Jesus, dog, be nice to the guests. (laughs) No, it's, it's, that's ginger humor. I've heard it a million and a half times. It just rolls off the shoulder at this point. Oh, my fucking. Uh, I didn't mean it in a bad way. (laughs) Nah, but you said it. (laughs) Uh, I, I, uh, this guy. Um, so I, I left Price Hill after I graduated the Catholic school. Um, and then I went to Colerain high school and I didn't know anyone there. And this guy in, uh, my PE class, um, he's this huge guy. His name was Andy Schnoyer. Huge, big curly headed fuck degenerate. You know what I mean? And, yeah. uh, and he would just look at me every day as he would walk past me out of like you know we would have to change into shorts and then go sit down in the gym floor after we were done he would walk by me and he would look at me and then it was like week two of my freshman year and he he just stopped in front of me finally and he just pointed and he goes you look like chuck norris and i was like no i don't like i definitely don't i don't now and i definitely didn't then agreed uh i don't know what you looked like then but i think <laughs> i can agree with that and uh there's no way a chuck norris looking person could grow into this person <laughs> <laughs> wild. there's no equation that no, there was a devolution if there was <laughs> <laughs> there was a motorcycle accident and some reconstructive and a lot of surgery, surgery. <laughs> Ch- chuck norris ate a radioactive horror doll and then <laughs> Radioactive <laughs> active horror doll. Fuck you. God damn it. But he uh, he said you look like Chuck, and uh, and I was just like, all right, and because I wasn't gonna fight the guy. You know, yeah, right. He was big and, uh, and, and curly headed. So he continued to call me Chuck, and, and he was the only dude that would speak to me at school, like even through the oh, classes no. and stuff. And so I just like hung out with the dude during PE, and so. While he would call me Chuck while I would hang out with him, uh, everyone in the PE class, uh, which was filled with a bunch of notable people from different cliques in the school, they all would then call me Chuck. And so uh, after freshman year, which was filled with a lot of depression, sophomore year, Luke really transformed into the Chuck character. (laughs) And when, when Luke was known as Chuck... Like when Luke was with people who would call him Chuck, Luke was a very different person. And it's not like I was knowingly oh. doing it. It was just like a weird subconscious switch. And I would just do like, re- I was like, I don't know. I was just doing some hood rat shit. You okay. had a whole alter ego. Yeah. You yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There was That's a wild. gremlin version of yourself. <laughs> yeah. There's a goblin version. Of yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's Luke Young. And then there was Chuck. And then there was Chuck the Depraved. Yeah. The Chuck did awful things. How long did you live this divided life? Oh, dude. Up until senior year, for sure. So, like, through most of high school? All of high school. <laughs> All of high A school. A different person went yeah, to high school. Dude, well, actually, Wild. senior year was when it really started to break off because early senior year, 
um no it was junior year it was the end of junior year i had a friend named sean um who was trying to do me a favor though he was being a dick um i would go and throw away my my lunch and like put my tray away and then he would also give me his and i wouldn't argue it and he was like i'm gonna keep doing this to you until you say no and i'm like okay yeah and well, I'm like, like and i would just keep doing it every day you know what i mean and uh and then and then one day he he said party at luke's house or party at Chuck's house. Sorry, no one would know who Luke was. <laughs> who <Party> the fuck? <laughs> yeah. So he said party at Chuck's house, and he was like really yelling it and really telling like, like Sean knew some people. You oh, know what I'm no. saying? I mean, and uh, he was about to introduce him to Chuck. Yeah, and Sean knew where I lived because Sean and I would skate and stuff. You know what I mean? And and he okay. would have his he would have his like grandma pick me up whenever I'd spend the night and stuff. So he would tell people where I live. Skaters and their grandma. People, Holy people shit. would, sh- people showed up to my house and they they threw their own party in my backyard, and like I'm like trying to cover it up. Like yeah, there's friends over, but they're not drinking. They're definitely drinking. And, like they're hot boxing <laughs> oh, this shed in my backyard. There's like there's there's a possible fight brewing because like one person's there and and then my other friend who's trying to come is like dude if he's there and he's with my ex girlfriend I'm gonna beat his ass dude and and it was just it was a lot of stress okay. and and then from that point on I, a lot of nose started to fly out. <laughs> There, that is wow. terrible, but that is really funny. It was like, awesome. <laughs> it was awesome to be honest. Like a lot of cool stuff happened for me after all that. But yeah, you yeah. had like a full blown like Project X moment. Yeah, like you lived that movie almost. It was weird. It was definitely definitely weird. Chuck sucked for sure. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Did you commit traumatic? crimes and that's when the no i did really happen i did like i would never do that chuck did it well i definitely i did commit some crimes i would just steal some things from like gas stations when i would go in there like belligerently high and drunk and stuff like that that's not traumatic though that's yeah but i'm i I did a lot of bad things to like uh well i mean they were never my friends but people who would consider who who who, those were temporary friends friends. yeah they were chuck's Ah. friends and and i also broke a I, I I did I wronged a lot of girls as Chuck in my high school years. That's a thing that Chuck does. Yeah, like they made a whole movie about better luck Chuck <laughs> and all that. And I think the moral of That's that film was wild. Don't yeah, <laughs> yeah. Don't be Chuck. Don't be Chuck. <gasps> even don't let it even start. Like if if the same thing happens to you and someone's like, "Hey, I'm calling you Chuck." No, they're not. Nah, nah or not even tonight. any other name that can lead to some sort. Like a Charles? No, because it's just one step away. <laughs> Charles is like the fancier big time crimes. He's gonna racketeer. He's yes. <laughs> racketeer. He'll help launder money. Yeah. <laughs> you know? If you yeah. start wearing a tuxedo and going by Charles, just cut it off there. <laughs> I mean, there's petty theft, and then there's organized crime, and it, and one wears a tie. <laughs> it, it, it was weird. Uh, it, Chuck Chuck is is basically dead dead now. Um, he he was killed after I graduated. I made sure of that, but th- I would still like. You made sure of that. Did yes. you have a Fight Club moment where you I, shot yourself myself? in the cheek? Yeah, with myself, <laughs> I for sure did. Uh, but but no, I, I would I would like I would run into people outside, uh, you know, every day that would know me as Chuck and like stop me and ask me how I'm doing. I'm like, I don't even know you. That's so wild, dude. Yeah. Let alone do people even call me Chuck anymore. Like, I don't, I don't like after I graduated, right. Uh, at that ceremony at like Miami university, um, 
I, I said bye to three people on my way out the door. And then my, my mom was like, do you want to say goodbye? And anybody was like, no. And she said, why? I said, because everybody I'm going to see, I'm going to see later tonight and forever from then on. Like, I don't, I yeah. don't really care about any of these people. All of those people were people who were calling me Chuck. You know what I mean? Like yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the people I was seeing later actually knew my name was Luke. Yeah, those are the Chuck heads, Mom. Well, we don't have to say bye. Dude, it was like my sophomore year. I had uh, my friend. His name was Todd. Um, and he was in the he was in the neighborhood because we were all playing. Like uh, me and the friends in the neighborhood were playing a game. But he came into my house and uh, my, my mom called me upstairs because my room was in the basement. She goes, Luke get up here and so i go up there i come back down and talk goes hey why did she call you luke and i was like you need to get out of my house <laughs> yeah, you, you, you can be gone yeah you we don't, don't need to hang yeah i've known you for two years now todd eat shit todd. you know what mark you leave get out of my house mark so fuck you in your face mark yeah. fuck you with a fire hydrant that would yeah, that's unpleasant. Yeah, pick a hole. To yourself. Yeah. yeah. How has been? How has been? How's been being Luke? How's that been? It's been good. And it's how good. Long it feels you, good being Luke. How how long have you consistently been Luke? <laughs> <laughs> um, the Luke that I am now and that I'm happy with, um, probably since I started the podcast. So like oh, probably like twenty okay. seventeen or eighteen so, maybe. Chuck Maybe left graduation. Yeah. Chuck, Chuck stayed there. Yeah. He stayed at graduation. Stayed he, there for he sure. Fell on, the hat fell on the ground and Luke got up. And, yeah. yeah. I graduated in 2012, though. So, relatively recently, but you walked home from that and then you on your way, you're like calling Cody and being like, let's start a podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Some years later. Yeah. Some yeah years there was later. a gap. Okay. But yeah. Yeah. So I, what I want to know is. After you, you you did that thing for a long time, yeah, is stand up now going to replace all of that time and energy? Yes, all of it, or do you have plans to divert some of it into something else? I, I, I do podcast or I do want to start another podcast. Okay, for sure. And I've got an idea for something uh, comedic um, for like videos on YouTube uh, that would be easy to record just about anywhere and with anybody, but. Uh, basically i just wanted with you know the comics and yeah. seeing in other comics but um yeah just stand up uh it's been a really scary um transition but really really you, fun you did kind of hit the ground running i i, I had the feeling to. that like the years of podcasting definitely transferred in some way to stand up but it's kind of weird cuz i was i st- i stood up and then i podcasted yeah, yeah, yeah. You, yeah. you stood and and then, well, you, that, then I, I could I, run with podcasts. I don't, I don't know. In my opinion, I think it. it uh, I don't know. I care about people's opinions too much, and that's why I would say, in my opinion, that's better. Because like, uh, my whole thing, uh, like I, 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 I was stressed for so long because some people saw the show, the podcast that I did. Yeah. Uh, certain some people did saw that show in a certain light. You know what I mean? Just because of their experiences on it, uh, right. whether before being on air or on air or thus after. Um, yeah, there were wild times. Definitely wild. You know what I mean? And I'm obviously then associated with such wild times. And uh, not all of them 
are the best of lights to be <laughs> shifting. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And so... Um, we were on the show twice, if that was any indication. Right, right. Yeah. And so so I, I, I definitely wanted to... DM me. I'm lonely and... <laughs> <laughs> no idea. Uh, but but I, I wanted to, to come into the scene and, and make it clear to the people that I, I ha- both have had on the show and haven't that like uh i i don't want to be seen as just a podcaster you know mm. what i mean that that like started podcasting met all these comics and then started doing stand up cuz it's like oh i know these people or it it's, it seems easy cuz that's that absolutely 110% it's not the case i had a great love for for stand up uh and a great reverence for it long before i did uh the the podcast yeah. long before you know what i mean it was it was only because of the friends that I made in uh, doing the, the 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 show, you know what I mean, like especially Blake, um, and, and his workshops, because like, his, him helping me in his motivation, and then and then I did his workshops for months, like the writers, yeah, before yeah. I before I ever did a a stand up set, and even then I was I was still just doing podcast and writing, and then Jeremy did the Quaint Volcano show. And um, he asked uh, us to do um, a live recording as the Bastard Sermon, but he also needed to fill a spot, and he he asked if I wanted to do a set. And so I said yes. And so, like, my introduction to stand-up wasn't even a, a an open mic. It was a show. It was a, a me doing a five-minute set right then and there, uh, you know, with with material that I had just prepared that week in advance. And having gone to the writer's mic for a while. For a while, yeah. And, feel- and, and and I didn't even use the material that I had been taking yeah. there. Yeah. That's insane, but dog. You're, I mean, you call it like a reverence for stand-up. That comes across a lot. Like in the yeah. way you're describing it, it's like, and then I went to the writer's mic and then I didn't, still didn't want to call myself a comedian. But dude, <laughs> I still have trouble calling myself a comedian now. Yeah. I, uh, most people don't have that much respect for it. They're like, fuck it. I'll go on. I lost a bet on a fantasy football team. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I'll yeah. do this once, and then it'll be a funny story that I tell when I'm three beers deep for the rest no, of my life. No, like, like I, I, exactly. I, I want ex- the exact opposite. You know, like, uh, because I got a peek into the uh, the comedy scene that Cody and I didn't even know existed, because uh, that was the big thing Cody and I could bond over was stand up. You know, like him and I, you know, drinking those beers in the garage before long before we did Drive anything right. would. That yeah, would would we would be watching like Stanhope sta- uh, specials and stuff because yeah. that was his number one. Uh-huh, you know, we would okay. we, we would watch specials all the time, and so like uh, for him and I to to discover the incredible scene that we have. You know what I mean? Uh, the lively one. I wanted to 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 actively be a part of it, instead aside from like I- interviews. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. and being known as the guy that does interviews and he does stand up on the side you know what i mean when did you start to want to do stand up oh dude after i did that first five minute set i was hooked yeah it's like before then you were just like toying with the idea or so dude i i was yeah 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 i was toying with the idea because i i don't like me 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what well, I mean? I'm like you're in good company with comedians. Uh, yeah, yeah, super dog. don't like me. I'm super an- over analytical of just about fucking everything I do, especially in this scene. Like I'll I'll have, um, like it was it was a month ago actually. I did I did it was it, no it it wasn't a month ago. It was after the podcast ended. Right, it ended that Tuesday. Yeah, that following Tuesday with my week being open now. I went to uh, Hi-Fi for the first time. Yeah. It was my, it was my f- that, that was your first mic? The, that was my first Hi-Fi mic. Okay. That was my first Hi-Fi mic. And uh, went there and I was like, all right, dude, podcast is over. <laughs> this, is the, this is the beginning of just the, just the stand-up. It's going to be awesome. Let's fucking go. And I went there with some new material, went up there, ate a bag of dicks hard. Yeah. And then... <laughs> And then I yeah. fucking shamefully went back, sat down for like uh, the next two mics, and then disappeared. And then uh, thir- uh, Thursday came, a chameleon, and I go up there uh, again, new- the new stuff, ate a bag of dicks. And then <laughs> Friday comes, um, and it's a it's a, a roast, and I bring my brother. And uh, I go up there and I, again, feel like I eat another bag of dicks. (laughs) And I'm just like eating myself alive. Like, what am I doing? What am I like? I'm just looking at all of my old bits, my old skits. And I'm just like, how did any of this get laughs? I don't I don't know how I go to to approach this. But like um, right now where I am with my writing in it, I, 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 I feel like I'm going through like a change in energy in like my presentation for me you've always been like a good storyteller and that's felt natural but i think it's being polished and like coming across better it's like thank you you you've always been like on the radio but there was static before and now it's coming through (laughs) yeah yeah i um what's really been helping is is what i've been searching for is um um like critiques from colleagues you know what i mean because like luke you know you have lauren yeah i don't have my lauren <laughs> you, you know so i don't i don't have anyone in the scene i don't that I know can... if you want that <laughs> yes less, i do i'm buddy. less of a genie and more of a gin no but, but, but the thing is is like you both have each other to to sit there and write with and yeah. then bounce things off of it is good to like drive to chameleon and bounce ideas back and forth. correct and that's and then about drive home and be like that fucking didn't work that didn't work yeah yeah and and going to chameleon and seeing the few people that that i do speak to there is about the only time i do get critique you know what i mean i don't have anyone that i'm necessarily like texting yeah to get critique or like hey you want to sit down and write stuff so it, it wasn't until like the mics uh following that week of eating dicks where like um uh i i just went aside and asked gretchen i was like straight up could you critique everything i'm going to do on the set right now and she was like absolutely oh my god like no problem she gave me excellent tips gretchen has always been incredibly supportive i first met her when she came on the podcast and she has always been a complete friend um and then we're lucky to have like a supportive scene where yeah if you walk up to someone they're never going to be like fuck you yeah and And if they do they're going to do it with love and it's going to be john holmes and you know (laughs) (laughs) john holmes (laughs) But but, oh, but what really helped also was was Ian squints recently um, after an open mic and then at uh, the writing workshop he's been helping me uh, with bits of mine where he's like you should cut fat here 
yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, um, uh, I don't, I doubt you remember it, but I have a better help ad. He's like, all that stuff you talk about in the beginning, cut it all off. Just get right to the ad. Get yeah. to the meat of it. I'm like, get to the yeah, funny part. Dude, like, why am I explaining this? Like, yeah. <laughs> why am right? I being so dumb? <laughs> right. Um, and I'm and uh, I'm, people do need to hear that though, right? Like, Jesus Christ, cut your jokes down. Right. He told himself after going on about how he wished his mom was a good hang for three and a half minutes. But what if she was the dopest hang? <laughs> it's it's been it's been stuff like uh, that that's really been helping me in a, a bunch of ways because I've been um, I've been happier with my new writing. Um, which I didn't think I would uh, write better stuff than I had been before. Um, you never think that, but then you keep writing. Yeah, and, and just then you like, find a new oh, bit that you fall in love with, and you're like, this is great. That's how it works. It, talent is a pursued interest, yeah, and you have to keep... Depression just comes along with it. pedaling the bike. I'm still finding a way to like not get into the cycle of like, I wrote a joke and it works. I guess I don't need to write anymore. I'm yeah. retired! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, see, see, that... the. I think that's a the, a good thing about what I hate about myself is the constant guilt about everything in my life. Yeah. Is yeah, yeah. is um yeah, yeah. I once spoke to to Blake about um what I should be trying to do when it comes to writing mm-hmm. and how much I should be writing or whatever. And, and he, he said he told you. Really, he really did. And it was just a recommendation, but it wasn't really a recommendation. He just told me what he does. He he uh, wipes with two hands. Well, he had told me that he <laughs> He'll do new stuff, uh, one mic, new stuff, next mic, and then the the third following mic, it's new stuff with reviewed old stuff that worked. Because, you know, when, when you see... That asshole has been on the show and did <laughs> not share that poignant advice with us. Well, you, you know how, like, like, you know Blake is doing fresh, fresh material when... And it, it works, and it's so funny when he does it. When he's like, oh, that, that joke is dumb, or like, oh, you guys like that. And then he yeah. goes back to the notebook, and he writes. Yeah. That, he'll do that for like two mics in a row, and that's because he's crossing off what sucks or what works. And then that third mic, he'll go back and revisit what worked on top of some newer stuff. Now, And you- so I try to almost mimic that. Okay. Except for recently, I have this Disney bit that I love, so I've just been trying to perfect that. Except fuck that. <laughs> Blake's an amazing writer, and we should all try and like glean it what we can from him. It kills for showcases, but so Disney. I'm trying to fucking nail it. <laughs> I, I hate... It's the perfect closer. <laughs> I hate bits where it's like, it'll work pretty well once, and then it just stops. Yeah. It just yeah. doesn't perform as well. Without that new like, joke energy. Yeah. I... I have an abscess growing on my arm and I need it to turn into a baby or something. I don't know what the metaphor was there, but it feels like it's Is that a Cronin joke? And I need to either <laughs> shave it off or stop doing it. Stop That's... doing the dope mom hang bit. <laughs> Just shave off it's, the abscess. It makes me laugh so much to do it. Yeah. Who yeah. else is laughing? <laughs> well, everybody at Justin's fucking mic and then nobody else. So, the 12 liars. <laughs> fuck. Oh, fuck. Okay, technically this is a bombing podcast. Yeah, I'm I'm glad to be the first one of us. <laughs> I thought I've been by this whole time. No, this has been a blast. It's a treat to have in the studio. Do you have like a quintessential bomb that you you brought to the show? 
Oh, dude. Um, so <sighs> every time I've seen you, you've been funny. Really? You mean that? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I really okay. appreciate that. I mean, not great. Like, it's <laughs> obvious that, like, some things are new and whatnot, but you're always funny. Thank you. In, Thank the, you. in the past couple of days, there was a set where I went up on stage and was it I Friday? tried. <laughs> no, no. That, okay, was, that was just a bomb. Easy, brother. Put the salt Friday, away. That's, no, that wound he, is open. I watched him run back to his table, <laughs> and then he disappeared, like, the next mic. And I yeah, was like, he was home real fast. <laughs> I wanted to speak to him. <laughs> Put a Friday was that. just a bomb. The new stuff didn't work. I thought it was fine. Well, the new Luke stuff didn't never work. strives the for old fine. Didn't work except for the closer where I was trying to save myself from a tailspin and I didn't. I Woo-hoo. Thursday though, I had a set where I went on stage and this old man made a weird noise and I called him Radical Santa and he was yeah. uncomfortable with that. And then my we all were mom being a dope hanging joke didn't work and I was. Kind of aggressive with the audience a little bit. Like Karab is aggressive. I I feel like, I don't know. People kept making weird noises. The old man made a weird noise. And then this guy said something under his breath. And I'm like, look. You either laugh or don't make any other noises. Yeah, I've also and said that. I don't that. think they knew I was kidding. Nope, they and never do. <laughs> Luke, other Luke yeah. went up after that. And I'm like, Just call I him feel Chuck. like... I feel like this was my fault. <laughs> I feel like they're scared now. I try. I don't know. I I, th- I still felt like I had a good fun time Thursday, even after that. Okay, that, that was that was me saying you did a bad job. That was me feeling guilty that you had to like <laughs> work with the audience. <laughs> no, no, man, it was fine. It was fine. No, uh, what. What I did feel bad about though is that old man though, because yeah, like having it. <laughs> I think I think I don't know if it was you were the first one to say something about him, but but after you I did, because because I said like, boy he looked like he was gonna pull a sword out of that cane and kill you after but whatever he did, you though. said to him. He did though. <laughs> I then, love a cane sword, motherfucker. And then after I went up, someone um uh Sean Braley I think. Oh, we gotta get him back on. He went. He went up after, and he didn't see my set, so he said something about the old man too. So, dude just got dealt with by like four or five comics back to back to back, and he was fucking over it and kind of like threw off the whole vibe. I'm about to whittle this cane into a sword. And and I knew, I knew to not like. I, I I knew to throw the sword quip out and move the fuck on ASAP because that dude looked like like Lloyd in like oh, yeah. another no. twenty years. He had the cane up to his his like nope. face and he was just like Hard rolling narp. his his jaw around his, and he had like a long white beard. Okay, well he seemed like he was he looked menacing personally enjoying the show. And then I called him Radical Santa and he didn't like that, so I'm like, okay, I'm gonna turn away from you and not do that. And then he would, like, I would see him out of the corner of my eye kind of laughing at some bits. You just pull out <laughs> a fucking Kool-Aid in a classic plastic bottle. like a, Did you just can't. Chris Seamer a goddamn <laughs> Kool-Aid? You have that keister? Like, <laughs> what the fuck? Save that shit for the Patreon, man! You can't do that and not expect it to me- immediately be the subject of the Surprises podcast. Surprises are for the paywall! I meant for that. <laughs> it's... It's in the little rubbery plastic bottle with the top that looks like a little spaceship. It's so good. Will you hold that up for the camera and just like give it a 
There we go. We got a thumbnail. Okay. Baby. <laughs> Enjoy that. Take wow. a good swig. Yep, and then tell your... us about when you bombed. <laughs> yeah. Just, just feed us feed us your bomb, baby. That's I my God. I Oh man. Um so <laughs> I fucking I went up there once, um after I had <laughs> after I had like a, a couple of beers at Chameleon and I was just like, fuck all of the material I was gonna do today and plan. And I'd written out, I'm just gonna do completely off the cuff stuff. And uh, because I think it's funny, and I'm just always gonna, a great idea, and, <laughs> right? And I'm just gonna wing it, you know what I mean? And whatever happens, happens. And so I went up there and I started to do uh, material on my sister's stage four cancer. And uh, <laughs> if you don't wing it with that, though, <laughs> hold your beans that she currently has. Oh, uh, she survived it, she's That's still good. around. Thank God she's in remission, yeah, in remission. She survived. <laughs> she's got other shit going on, but she yeah. survived the cancer. Yeah. <laughs> no, she survived it, and uh, and so I was. I went up there, and I I had a joke about it, uh, and it it didn't make anyone laugh at all. It it totally bombed. Um, yeah, but, folks don't like cancer. No, uh, but Seamer in the back was losing his <laughs> mind with laughter, and. <laughs> And, and and honestly, that's really what uh, what really helped me Hell yeah, uh, feel dude. better. Yeah. Getting off of that stage was Chris laughing in the background. Sometimes you need one of those friends in the back of the room laughing you through the bomb so that you can finish it. Yeah, yeah. It's like they're the wingtips on the missile as you fall to earth. Yeah. And, oh, and, and then, th- okay, this was a more recent bomb that really hurt me a little bit. Even though it shouldn't have, it's just my ego getting in the way because you know comic. How um, do you have an ego? And so, <laughs> and so <laughs> you should put that away. <laughs> and so uh, it stays um, on the table. <laughs> it was after like uh, um, that week of eating dicks, like three mics in a row, and then um, uh, Friday comes, and I and I bring my brother, and my brother. Um, he definitely helped get me into comedy. He he was the one who played like my first uh, Patton Oswalt CD and David oh, Cross yeah. CD and stuff for me. Yeah, he was awesome, and uh, uh, I brought him along. and And he he's always asked me for like like about my material and stuff, but I never told him because it's weird talking about like your written material to non comics when you're not performing it. I guess. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Or, or like explaining what your bit is yeah. without actually doing it. it's just really. I feel I always feel like weird. I have to explain it, and then when I do that, it it takes all the fun all of it so. away. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. you don't want to sit there and perform a bit in conversation. Yeah, you exactly. Don't? That's not a normal thing to just. Slip. No, nobody likes that. Oh. <laughs> dude i once tried to ran a bit uh, without s- telling people i was running a bit mid-conversation oh, no, and no. it pissed off a lot of people you cannot <laughs> no, no, no. it pissed off a, it made me feel like the biggest piece of shit you keep saying scene. people do you mean comics yes yeah okay yeah yeah. yeah no, no. people kind of like it <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> comics are like what are you doing yeah why are you pissing into the wind in front of us yeah, <laughs> yeah. it made me f- it, that was a real big rookie move on my part yeah 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 oh man uh but but i brought my brother along um and and i hadn't run any of my material with him um and but but him and i are sitting down waiting in the basement of uh 
of uh, 20s, you know, waiting, okay, yeah. waiting for the mic to start. The sex dungeon. Right. And Spencer Eddingfield comes by to say hi, and so does uh, Nick Benavidez. But when Nick Benavidez comes to say hi, he's like, he's asking me for a tag for um, uh, this joke he's got about dating girls that are like into uh, Zodiacs and like the stars and stuff like that. Okay. And uh, uh, I, I don't have anything for him, but my brother gives him a tag, and it's a really good tag. And my brother, uh, and so Nick goes up, has a killer set. The time my brother gave, gave him, fucking murdered and just absolutely floored with his. Really? With his bit. Yeah. My brother was a, actually really helped out the bit. It was awesome. <laughs> That's dope. And then I go up there and I eat a plate of dicks. <laughs> and I eat a big, big plate of dicks. And it's in front of my, my brother who has, who has not yet to see me perform in the year of me doing stand up. And he sees me eat a plate of dicks. And then, uh, 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 I'm saying, you know, giving the goodbyes and everyone's saying bye right, and all that right, stuff. Right. And then Nick comes up and he says bye, and then he's like giving a big old thanks to my brother, like, dude, thank you so much for that that line. That that really worked out for me and all this stuff. And then he's like, yeah, I always try to give him help on his, but he never takes advice. And I'm like, you motherfucker, you, have, I've never asked for your help. Stop painting me as a worse comic than I already am. I've never asked for your advice, you piece of shit. Why are you putting this out in the universe? I'm never bringing you to a show again. Dude, he set me up. Dude, it really bummed me out. It fucked me up. Hey, man, your brother's funny. Yeah, he is. He is. He really is. Yeah. Clearly, it runs in the family. I guess. I guess. Do you have any words of advice for our audience? Um, if just or wisdom or um, you know, tips to not fall down in the shower. This is a very broad. Yeah. Segment. Do you want to call them whores? No. Um, that was popular in the past. It's, it's really simple. Uh, it's really blatant, and you've probably heard it a million times in your life. Um, but I'll make it even simpler. Just do what you want to do. What you want to do. Um, it sounds a lot more complicated than it is, but once you start doing it, it just becomes that much simpler. Um, it, it doesn't matter how hard or how scary it is. There's a community for it. Whatever you're doing, or whatever you're interested in, and people will be there to help you. You just gotta start. Hell yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. You can't just be like poignant and like insightful and then end it with a fart sound. Who do you think you are? Me? <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, hey, you down to stick around for the Patreon? 100%, man. Yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah. Hey, you want to thank our patrons? Hey. Do you think you can remember them? Because I totally hey, forgot. Thanks. Hey, Eric Newman. Thanks, buddy. You did it. Nope, nope. Buddy's not a second thanks, one. friend. Um, hey, uh, I was trying to bring it up on the iPad and I failed. Hey, Garrett Teitelbaum. That's right. Thank you, sir. Uh, thank you, Gretchen. Gretchen Schultz. Your wife. How do you know? I was listening to an episode a couple of days ago. Wait, wait, wait. My hold on. Tori. Do you want to shame us and rattle off all of our patrons? No, I, I'm trying. I, I was trying <laughs> to remember more before he could name them, but those were the only ones I could think of right now. Thank you so much, uh, Eric Newman, Garrett Teitelbaum, McGregor Lakes, Gretchen Schultz, Tori Fagenbush, uh, Evan Beckmeyer, and Kylie Dills. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye. Thank you, Kylie. Oh, God. <laughs>
we should end it right. Yep. Yeah. That's that's where the main episode's gonna <laughs> stop. Is with that part of town. I don't know if we could have done two podcasts in a day. Yeah.